Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. Welcome back to Candyland. We are literally aligning right now in this moment. It's Scorpio season. Halloween happened and we have another guest. So we're going to let Gemini introduce our new guest. You guys, I'm really excited. Um, this is Peachka and she is, what are you? You're like a spiritual rapper. You're an advisor. You, yeah. I know that um, you advise other artists. Tell us about you. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a great introduction. I, I kind of, I'm a jack of all trades spiritually, I guess. Um, but my main thing is that I am a high vibrational rapper. That's what I like to call it because it is hip hop and it, I am rapping, but it is definitely a new um, subset of the genre that I wouldn't even consider conscious rap, which is which already exists. It's just something brand new, which I'm really excited to be a part of and, and infuse really great lyricism with intentional affirmations, you know? Um, what we say has so much power and it's really important for me to include that in my art. Before I made music, I was always an artist. You know, I've, I've been an artist forever. Um, so that's where the spiritual advisory for artists comes in. You know, I kind of, I've done it all in terms of performance and in terms of putting myself out there, whether it's just been practicing it or actually doing it um, as my part of my career path, you know, so I thought what better thing than to combine my love of art and my knowledge of the industries and, and their many facets with spirituality and mental health because there is not really resources available to people who are who are artists and who are actually like putting themselves out there. And it's not even just artists, artists and creatives. And I think nowadays everyone's a creative in their own right. So it's kind of like, giving that affirmation even in the name that we are creators just as humans so I mean it's a little bit of a deep introduction I guess for myself but like it's all part of it you know I think it's just showing everybody that we are all spiritual beings we're all creative beings and that what I do as an intuitive kind of seeps into everything if that makes sense I feel like both of you as as intuitives in your own right you know that that kind of it's going to crawl into whatever you're doing no matter what and I was already doing the artist advisory so I was like okay well I guess we're adding spirituality to that and we're gonna help artists with their you know with their shadow work and and with that and and with my own healing journey it was just kind of opening my eyes that other artists aren't really doing this so I know that's kind of a runaround question or runaround answer to your question but I do a lot of different things. I do a lot of things in terms of music and a lot of things in terms of spiritual advisory and, and coaching. So you kind of name it, I do it. <laughs> that makes sense. My favorite thing that you do, honestly, is you kind of create like these anthems because I have talked to Gemini about this before. 
my actual go on TikTok is to move away from the spiritual messages that people love to crave and and actually get into more like controversial stuff or more mm. like I'm like I want people to use my voice and so I love watching videos that have went like viral where everyone's using the sound and yeah. your videos like some of the videos that people recreate with your sound it is wild it's it is wild. different it's different and honestly Truly. I love it because that's what really attracted me to you in the first place is I was like what she's saying I feel it like I'm not one of those people that recreate sounds I'm not great at that like I could get better at the platform I just have evolved because of the messages and what I've put out there anyways but I love seeing people that have like a message that's worth carrying on I guess would be a good word yeah and like I think for me the the main message is like it's literally self-empowerment however that manifests and you know as an artist or as a performer like everything you do kind of you need you need that empowerment you need it whether you're going to be sitting on a podcast whether you're going to be on stage performing whether you're even going into a meeting you know like you kind of need that level of empowerment of like I have this within me and like to be able to remind people of that through my music is just so beautiful. Like I, I remind, I let all of my followers and fans know that like, yeah, I might be reminding you of these words, but like you have these feelings within you anyway. Like I'm just like giving you that little, like, Oh, don't forget, like, don't forget. And here's like a cute little beat that it can go with it, you know? So you don't forget it ever again, kind of a vibe. It's like, you had this the whole time. I'm just reminding you. And that I think is the most fun. I think Villain Era is the song that I've been like jamming the absolute hardest. And actually I did a TikTok right before we did this interview and I tagged you and I was like, I get to interview her in an hour. Like so excited because that is, that's literally been my jam to the point that my son knows that song now and he'll be (laughs) in the back seat. And he's like, especially the Halloween video. The Halloween videos from Villain Era, like, I don't know when this is going to come out, but obviously, like you were saying, it was just Halloween. The yes. the videos that everyone was posting with, like, their Halloween makeup, and, like, there was, like, a whole, like, group of, um like, friends, and they had, like, their kids and stuff, and they were all Disney villains to, like, the Villain Era song. It was so no. dope. I was obsessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cool. And, like, you know, the the viral sound thing, it's, like, It's hard because it's kind of like, I like what people do with it when they make like kind of jokes to the sounds that are going around and that kind of a thing. But like, it's an art to be able to take something that people have listened to however many times and then do something that is also like new with it. Yes. And like then make that go viral and then make the sound even more popular. Like you can tell when people have that, that spark of creativity and then when people are trying to just do what everybody else is doing by taking these viral sounds or whatever just to kind of like tap into what you were saying before like I like to talk about me I'm great but like let's talk about the idea of the the you know the um, the lip syncing to sounds and like making the sounds go viral I think that's very interesting as a concept that TikTok has. And like, some people got it, some people don't. And that's why I kind of stick to making my own, making my own lyrics. I'm not gonna even try and pretend like I can, I don't know, 
add on to something that somebody else has already created. You know what I mean? No, I know what you mean, because like I said, it's kind of in like a, a physical goal. They say the universe puts it into your reality to either watch other people experience it or whatever before it comes into your reality. And so like, I like to see, even if it's not like viral of like millions of people, but even just like 20,000 people to me is like, I always tell Gemini. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. <laughs> and, you know, we don't we don't see these numbers like a hundred likes or 500 likes as a lot. But if you had a hundred people at your house right now, you probably wouldn't have any room at your house. Right. Like exactly. I always tell myself, like even those small moments or small accomplishments, even if 20 people use the sound, it's really cool. But what I liked about your videos is not only are they empowering, I feel like they are attracting, like you said, this wave of people who are all kind of elevating in the same fashion and they need that like they need that community or you know I know you call everyone like the babes and and things like that and that's really beautiful because having your own community is such an unmatched feeling for people who felt like the black sheep or people who felt alone or it's absolutely absolutely and I think I mean more than anything like for me it's it's the babes first and foremost because it's gender neutral and I didn't want anything to be kind of like uh, alienating or whatever. Um, but also it is, it's that community. And it's that thing of like, I want everyone to feel as though they can have their own community of babes because they can. Like, it's like by you being your most, I'm not doing anything different other than maybe putting stuff like maybe making music. That's the only thing that's different. I'm just sitting in front of a camera and speaking my truth. Like, yeah, I have the clear audience. Yeah, I do the tarot readings. But sometimes I'm just sitting there talking to people. And, like, I'm just, you know, speaking my truth. And I have the authority for myself to do that. And, like, that for me, just like what you babes are doing, like, that is it. It's, like, some some babe is going to watch your podcast and be like, oh, my God, I can, I can have a podcast with my best friend. We talk and we say some really great things for, like, five hours. Why can't we just cut it up and, and post it? And, like that is the thing that is it it's it's like yeah we can all have our own community but it's like let's build let's then you go out and build your own community and we can have this all be on this positive wave it doesn't have to be um I think I just want to reiterate that it's like it's not even just that like I want it to be my community you know what I mean I think it's the the emphasis on let's all bring each other in yeah. Like there has been, especially with, for with women, there has been this thing of like, you know, jealousy and like pitting each other down. The patriarchy has made a very, very good job of that and and othering each other and, and looking down on each other. And it's like, whatever we can do to kind of, like I said, bring each other in and like embrace each other in that sort of way and like eliminating the judgment on ourselves to then eliminate the judgment on on our fellow babes you know our fellow femmes and our fellow women I feel like um a lot of people get lost in like the view of what others have and so women are jealous of other women because they assume that if they look or walk or talk a certain way that they are a certain person and they don't get to know them and yeah. for instance I've been um, watching this documentary that they put on Netflix. It's called Blonde and it's about Marilyn Monroe. And 
so it's like a reenactment of like her life or whatever, but she went through things that I never had any idea of. And what we were fed as young girls was, you know, how sexy she was and whatever. And that's what people look at her, uh, for and about and like judge their own beauty off of that and whatever. But she actually had like the most traumatic childhood. She was sexually assaulted to get the roles that she had. She was pregnant and didn't have the baby in order to be in gentlemen prefer blondes. And you know what I mean? Like, so even back then, all of these women were judging themselves and each other off of this beauty standard that men who are doing the assaulting in those positions are feeding you and I think it's beautiful to have conversations where you know that you're talking to other women and that you're not being judged while you're being vulnerable and open about your things. And that's what I like about the conversation that we can all have is again, like I was saying about rampage and I before you can be completely different, but have the same purpose and that circle that you're creating, because I, you know, we all attract people that are our own vibration. We then bring all of those people together at one time. And that just expands that circle. Yeah. Yeah. I think it like, it's almost essential, I think to have like those innate differences, those core differences, like that to me shows me that you're not, trying to get me to like you by being like me like that I think we don't even realize like people do that like that's like that is what our species has kind of been trained to do like socially has been to mimic those that we find you know worthy right like whether it's a celebrity or like even think about like in high school right how like all the cliques or all your friends you dress the same or you would wear you know you would look the same or you would whatever and like it's this thing of like solidarity right but now my sort of vision is the solidarity is are you sure in yourself if all of us are sure in ourselves that is more solid than anything because I know if you're sure in who you are how you dress what you like whatever I'm gonna support the fuck out of you because I think that is the most powerful thing you being you you're not trying to get me or anybody else to like you by being a certain type of way And that makes me like you even more. And that makes me want to like, like amplify that because like, you know, it's something that I, I have experienced throughout my life, whether on a personal level or just observing, especially now doing music and like being adjacent to the music industry. Right. Because I'm, I'm an independent artist, but like, it's very easy to see even, or even just as a content creator, I'm sure, I'm sure y'all see it as podcast creators. You know, it's very easy to see when, people are not authentic and when they're trying to mold to fit to be what someone likes you know or to be like sellable or whatever it's just it's very it's we only we only laugh because we've literally had encounters where we see people on social media and we interview them and they show up I don't know who shows up, but somebody completely different. And you're just like, I am utterly confused at what the fuck is happening right now. Literally, I mean, you know, I, like, sorry, go on. I'm going to cut you off. I was going to say, we literally had a guest recently showed up like a totally different person. I don't know if she was doing rails of blow before she got on, but this bitch was on one. Totally different talking about just equality and this and how she wants to use 
her platform to appease people, but she wants to use our platform to inform people. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, no. So you're telling me on your platform, which is like three million people, you're you're not speaking your truth because you're trying to watch out for how people may perceive you. But on our platform, you're ready to go in. Okay. And you're ready to tell people that on that's wild. Okay. So wild. We we did not air the episode and we're like, yeah. Yeah, I don't even think I'm gonna release it on Patreon. And I don't think don't I don't even think she that person, whoever that is, obviously, like whatever, for those of you who are listening, I, if you would cut this out, whatever, but I don't know who that is. But if that's her benefit that y'all didn't air that, because imagine if people would hear that and hear that's what I mean. We're I too we're too G to ever drop anybody's name. Like nobody listening to the podcast yeah. would ever know. We would never do that to somebody or whatever. Sometimes you That's just wild. but like you're saying, you know, and unfortunately, you know, there are a lot of people who who see people doing that and they think, oh, they are living like authentically because look at this. And then you you see them in like quote unquote real life, and you're just like, so everybody that's looking up to you. And the story that you're saying is completely false. Right. And like, you know, when it comes to like, you know, press or podcasts and stuff, and like, obviously there's a certain level of like, I have to like be like, I have to be professional, I guess, kind yeah. of, but, but you don't really, you know what I mean? Especially if you're like, if you work for yourself, if you like, you know, if you're a content creator, it's not like you work for some big company that you have to, you know, mold yourself to be this is and this is where I lose it loses it for me sometimes like because it doesn't matter how big your platform is doesn't matter who your sponsors are you work for yourself mm -hmm. and if you don't have somebody bigger than you like most celebrities do which they work for companies all of them do you know what I mean it's they don't work for themselves they work for their agencies and their production houses and whatever so they have to behave a certain way or they get their contracts get cut but like if you're working for yourself you don't have those types of contracts. So what is preventing you from speaking your truth and from from being yourself and, and whatever? Oh, it's you actually just like the attention and you just like the whatever and you just like, and that's okay. That's fine. Be that then. Which, I mean, clearly this person is, but like, it it's just hard like, for me. Super triggering that this person just disrespected our schedule, our time. The oh, that's different. Showed yeah, up yeah, yeah. like a whole different person. I'll just be honest. Like this person showed up in their car, like forgetting they even were going to be on video. Like you know, and I am all for like things come up. I'm always telling Gemini like if something didn't align, it's divine. Things yeah. like it'll be rescheduled. Yeah it'll work out and it just felt like some people don't take other people's platforms as serious because they're not trying to withhold an image and what we were saying yeah. is like we're trying to align with people who don't have some fake ass image that they're trying to withhold but they are yeah. actually just showing up whether it's a full face of makeup or looking like a hobo it doesn't matter it's just like I'm here this is me it doesn't matter what what part of me you're getting this is me always and I think we've just really ran into a lot of like what I want to say obstacles with different guests and it's really shown us that maybe um a lot of people are not as 
woke or, you know, aligned as they perceive to the world. And you can see this and millions of people can love this and like this and think that it's amazing. But when you get down to what's under the mask and what's being hidden from the world, you really don't align with that. And I think that's really? where so many people, whether it's a relationship or a friendship or a partnership of some sort, people rush things and they oh, rush yeah. connections. They rush into, you know, like labels or commitments or contracts. And like you said, in the music industry, a lot of people see shiny offers and they literally sell their soul for it. And yeah. I always have to remind people like, what are these people giving up so that they can live in the spotlight? Like, this like they're giving up a lot to be there yeah yeah and like you know i i think that is very true but also we are in this age of the independent artists whether it's the music industry or just content creation or whatever like even only fans you know whatever whatever kind of content creation you want to talk about or artistry you want to talk about like there are so many ways to make your own sustainable life through your art in in ways that there never was before so that being said why on earth would you feel as like and I'm not saying you but like in general why would people feel as though there's only one way to do it and like that one way being like you have to fit and change yourself to be something and like the man told them that well, yeah, yeah, because that's the way it's always been done. And it's like, and and I think it's it's just, it's it's a twofold thing because yeah, we are in the age of the artists and so many people are kind of breaking out of that and doing things their own way and, and doing things in a way that is authentic to them. And, you know, I think, I mean, in terms of you guys and, and what y'all are doing for your podcast, like when you want to bring somebody on don't even worry about their amount of followers if you align with what they're saying and who they are like that's mm -hmm. kind of that is the best way to operate and so you don't um kind of no know. we agree with that we've i mean we've yeah. interviewed people who don't even have big social media following who don't even really use social media it's just been about you know people that were that we've vibed with so far um, yeah it's definitely disappointing but, though when that happens when it's like damn all these people fuck with you and this is really this is really it like oh okay I yeah, feel yeah. like with your energy though like you can tell that you really are like who you say you are off of the internet like I can always <laughs> tell when I hop on someone's live and you can just feel their energy because videos people re-record and practice and rehearse and whatever but like a live video I know a lot of people have told me after being in my live they felt different about me or they you know felt more connected to me and I I've actually steered away from going live recently I felt like so many energy vampires were just really draining me with the lives so I've been like a little distant from social media but I think that when you are your true highest expression people just attract to you naturally and I think that's like why i mean are are you making an album i think i saw something where you said you were releasing some kind of album yeah so i'm working on an ep it's very very early stages this is gonna be the third the like the third ep in my trilogy so it's gonna be kind of wrapping up the peachy trilogy so the first one was life's a peach and then still peachy and this is gonna be like the kind of the final one um talking about 
this sort of like era of my life when I was in this like toxic relationship vibe. So this is going to be kind of like the, okay, we're like, we're done now. Oh, <laughs> like, the, like the real healing, you know, cause there's the surface healing and then there's the healing that happens a year or two later, whenever you really realize what actually happened and you're able to take accountability and it's not all just fuck you. There's then the other part where it's like, oh, this actually deeply hurt me because I allowed it to happen. You know, this is a pattern that I was allowing. So that's the energy that I'm going to be in with this final one. It's going to be very much the shadow work, shadow work energy, which has been, I've been kind of steering away from it in terms of my music, but I think it's time to kind of allow that to come back in in its new form if that makes sense so you made music prior to diving into your spiritual awakening but then once your spiritual awakening kind of brought light to other talents that's when you combined yeah so i i um after i had my spiritual awakening i wasn't going to do music anymore um like that whole sort of process because it as we all know it's usually a mental breakdown slash spiritual awakening or like tower that big tower moment where your life is falling apart right so there was a moment where I kind of was like I don't think I can do this anymore because it was so painful because it was related to that old relationship and then I sort of had this awakening and had this realization that the messages that I was receiving were channeled messages and accepting, accepting the gifts. And then writing this affirmation for myself, moving through this crazy period of time and then still revisiting this specific affirmation, which was manifestations, which find like the, I got money in the bank, which, you know, and that, that (laughs) very first one. And it was, I, I was like, I'm not doing music anymore, whatever. But I had this, I had it on my computer and I, I kept listening to it for me. And it was so powerful and it made me feel so good. And it was, it was everything that I was moving through before I moved through it. I wrote it and then I moved through it and I got out the other end and then listened to this song again. And I was like, this is it. This is what I need to do. I need to write affirmations for me and for everyone else and then it was just kind of this yeah so it it was music was just something that I did for fun I mean still do for fun but it was never something I did with intention not in the way that I do it now not in the way that it is quite literally like a meditative spiritual practice for me now it was always something that I used to get really drunk or high for and be in the studio late at night you know as as people do and like it was very much um, shadow energy and like you know going back and if you listen to any of my older stuff you can hear that and you can hear that I was wounded and that I was healing and that I was in my ego in my shadow and and I think everybody deserves that but as we all know going through shadow work there is different layers and there's that first layer of peeling back what you've projected onto yourself or what other people have projected onto you and then there's the real healing that has to take place after you get into that you know which is what I'm going to be sharing coming up soon the the real deep healing the emotion the emotional stuff the emotional stuff I can't wait so who <laughs> inspires you as far as like artistry and like artists that you listen to 
Oh my God. I love that question. I love that question. And believe it or not, like I, in terms of like flows and delivery, like the, like the hip hop girlies still do it for me. Like, you know, even though I like make positive and high vibe music, like I still love Megan Thee Stallion. I still love Nicki Minaj. I still love Cardi B. I still love all the hip hop girlies. Like I'm not gonna even try and hide that. And I think for me, in doing what I do and, and doing my like sort of twist on the regular uh, female hip hop, like it is very much inspired by them and, and the regular mainstream rap, but just the lyrics are just a little bit more intentional. Um, but my, my own personal, personal um, like inspirations, absolutely Lauren Hill, um, especially with this new sort of, um, music that I'm moving into this sort of like um, almost sing-songy rap, melodic rap that I'm going to be kind of moving into um, for sure Eve because I'm from Philly so I love Eve um, and always 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 Nicki Minaj like people like to she's she's doing her thing and she's you know getting people mad but like I think without her a lot of female rappers wouldn't be doing what we're doing now um and i was listening to pink friday earlier by Nicki minaj and it's just such a classic that we were taking it for granted like it's so good era of like rihanna and Nicki minaj's prom for granted and now i look back on this and i'm like screaming and crying like yeah why do they not make music like this anymore i will say megan the stallion pumps out a lot of music but i don't know if i fuck with all of it a lot of it sounds the same to me like she pumps out so much music i just feel like she don't put as much intention or thought into the music that she's putting out yeah and i think part of that has to do with like the record label stuff and like having to meet numbers and all of that but i think you know Nicki minaj and especially for me personally where the um the respect comes from is because very similarly she went to acting school so did i um and she understands the the idea of making a character and the power in characterization you know talking about roman and all the things that she does and and like i'm sure all of the ideas that she had that she never actually even put out or never you know followed i know there was a lot of different like she had multiple different personas that she created at one point and like never really did anything with it. And that for me is like, I respect that so much and I honor that so much. And I think as an artist in general, to be able to create a persona, kill it and then create a new one and people still like it. Beyonce does that as well. That is amazing. That is amazing to me. And like that kind of bleeds into my sort of um, my I guess, academic side and what I study and what I'm studying will will potentially be studying for my PhD, um, which is like the idea of method acting as a means of manifestation, um, which is like, that's what, that's what she does. That's what so many of these artists do is they create this persona, become it, and then it happens for them, which I love. And I think is so powerful. I think that people having personas too, like makes them so much more comfortable to do things. My husband mm-hmm. and I were talking recently because um, 
my name's Diana, but I've done Gemini as like all of my social things. And like, yeah. that's the per like, as you would say, like the persona or the person or whatever. And mm -hmm. like me naturally, I don't want to wear makeup. I want to be chilling around the house. Like, I don't like people. I don't want to talk to you. Fuck your mama. I don't care what's going on with her. But then like <laughs> when I, I'm like, oh, okay. So like Gemini has to come out because we're going to be doing content. We're going to be doing shit. I'm social. I want to know about people. Tell me about your mom. She's my mom too. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's acknowledging that like all of those parts of us are parts of us, but like it's, it's all authentic and it's all yes. there and it's all accessible. It's just knowing that this part I save for just me this part I feel like you can almost shared. have more courage in that part too like mm -hmm. in the the person that you access when you're gonna be um what's the word when you're not an entry like when you're gonna be extroverted like I feel like if mm -hmm. you're already giving for me personally if I'm already giving all of this energy in this way I'm more comfortable doing that and I like blame it on like the alter ego persona I'm also a Gemini so like I'm just used to having yeah. a squad of people but yeah. Well, I mean, that's, and that's the thing, like, that, I think, for me, um, is where, like, that's where a lot of my, like, I guess, research, for lack of a better word, lies. Um, my, my study, my insight, my uh, interest, even, that's where a lot of that lies, is this thing of, of the separation, and what is a healthy balance of that? Um, because, you know, for a very long time, I used Pichka as a means of similar, like being able to say the things that I could never say for myself and be the person that I could never be as myself and whatever. And, and, and now as the healed version of me, I have had to acknowledge that like, I can say all of those things. I can do all of those things. It is, it isn't that she can and I can't it's that I I choose her to protect me and it's, I have I have me that is for me and then I have Pichka that is for everybody else and they're the same person but I don't I don't need her to be myself I protect myself with her if you know and like that's the kind of part that I'm coming into because you know I think creating a persona to be the person that you're you know scared to be or you know wanting to be or whatever is great but then that, there has to be a means to an end and there has to be that switch back and there has to be that um healthy balance and healthy alignment and healthy understanding of both and um that's i mean that's part of the reason why i do the artist advisor or spiritual advisory for artists because it's really important that we don't get lost in that um or that we don't feel as though that's more valuable than who we are or that you know that that people like that version of us more than this and and i think it's really important that we that we acknowledge all of the parts of ourselves because the part that we created is still us it's just a creation you know yeah 
What I really love about the internet is that you really can be whoever you want to be. And I think that the internet gives people freedom to do that. And I'll just be for real, like a few years ago when I started making live content, I was not ready for it. Like I was just in my shell. I was coming out of like a hermit mode. And so it's really cool now to connect with people such as yourself that I've, you know, never talked to a day in my life and just be able to vibe like we've known each other. And that's what I think the podcast has done for me personally, is it's brought me into the zone of like, all of us have such a common ground, if only we could talk about it and be open and be vulnerable and speak on it, like we would realize that we're not different and that we have a lot of similarities. But our unique flaws or our unique things that's what makes us special. And so many people stay on the internet comparing and contrasting every little detail. But, you know, honestly, I take pleasure in being able to like go to the grocery store in peace. You know, imagine like, you know, some of these people that are super famous, like all they want is to go out to a meal and not be bothered and they'll never be able to do that again. So it's like, sometimes yeah. I just don't think people know what they're even asking for. Like, are they even ready for what they're asking for? Absolutely. I've, I've, it's so wild that you said that. I've been thinking about that as well, because like, I've had that happen like a few times, not like, not crazy. Like it's usually after the fact, like I'll be on live and somebody's like, I think I saw you at Target earlier. I'm like, yeah, you probably did. And but like people, I'm at this point where like still people aren't sure if it's me, which I really like. Um, and like, I'm, my following is not big enough at all yet, but like, I was thinking about that of like, you know, be grateful for this now, show gratitude for this, show gratitude for this peace, for this stillness, because it is not going to be like that. It, it's it's not going to be like that forever. And like, I've always had this kind of like you know, divine knowing of my reach and my, like, I guess the power of my voice and the power of my creativity and like knowing that that was my, always my goal and my intention was to be sort of known right and um so I think that that you're absolutely right you have to kind of know what you're really asking for and know what comes with that and have a firm foundation if that's really what you want which it's great if that's what you want cool why like who doesn't want that you know who doesn't want to be famous but like who are you then? <laughs> who are you? You better know that so that nobody can tell you otherwise because they will try to. They will absolutely try to. Literally, it's so wild with how people shape their entire reality based on what people on the internet say to them. Yeah. Oh, that's true. There are people who change everything. Like, and, you know, for me, I learned so many different people's spiritual practices because of what I do. And, I literally will watch people that I'm mentoring want to change the complete trajectory of their spiritual path and what they're interested in studying and learning about because they heard an opinion on TikTok. And I'm like, please, like, no, stop Whoa. taking, there are certain things that like, like when it comes to like closed practices and things, yeah. there are certain things that we respect, whatever the amount of things that are actually closed versus the things that people are just gatekeeping to be fuck twats on TikTok is yeah. astounding. And people don't know better. And not everybody knows that there are those of us, your um, page, myself, you who do mentoring, who, who teach you and show you 
but they will take somebody's opinion on TikTok because they don't know any better. And it's just like, it's the law. And so I feel like spiritual practices are evolving right now too. in like a totally different way because so many traditional things that have been passed down are being shoved to the side is like, I'm no longer allowed to do this. Somebody, one of my girls told me that they couldn't do egg cleanses anymore because somebody told them the eggs are off limits. And I'm like, I like that has to be a joke. I think, I mean, you know, we talk about this word discernment a lot. And like, you know, I know in the spiritual community, we say, use your discernment and whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I think people really don't know how to do that. And yeah. that is that is the difference between something like a platform like TikTok and where there is so much information that a lot of it is opinion-based. A lot of it is personal experience-based of this works for me. This is how I practice. This is what I do. Here it is. Not this is the only way to do it. This is this is my practice. As opposed to what mainstream media kind of pushes, which is this is the one way. If it's not this, it's wrong. And it's like people, I think, especially the older generations, um, no shade, but like people who are kind of like 35 and up, like, you know, not even, that's not an older generation. Obviously I'm 30, but it's like, the like it's it's a difference it's a difference right because there's it's how you were taught to absorb information and and I'm seeing that like younger people they're more kind of rebellious and they're kind of like I don't give a fuck if this is what I was told this is how I feel and like that is kind of the energy that's what I share with my clients a lot is like don't even just take what I say as law take what you feel is right and it's like, whether it's an egg or, you know, whatever, like, as long as you know, your intentions are pure, you know, you've done your research first and foremost, more than just a fucking TikTok video. You've actually like, like done some research on what it is you're about to do on yourself or, you know, whether it's an herb or whatever, and, or how you're going to con consume it, or even like an affirmation or a spell or a practice, you know, whatever it is, like, make sure you know what you're doing, why you're doing it. And if it really feels good, or if you're just doing it in a panic, like that to me is always the red flag. If you're doing it with a level of panic, just stop, just pause. Just pause. <laughs> I just think- Paige had to teach me that. <laughs> yeah, so many people were just born into fight or flight mode. Like we don't yeah. have time to pause. No one's mm. pausing. And I have to remind myself this where I've cultivated so much peace that sometimes my inner ego or like my my dark side wants to be like, well, this peace is boring and I'm about fucking- Oh, tired. yeah. So I'm like right now I'm at this point where it's like, I'm trying to create no expectations externally for other people because I fund my life. I take care of business. I've created my own peace. Yeah. I don't need nobody. I want people mm -hmm. in my world, but I don't need them. And I think taking that pressure off of other people also creates like a dynamic of like, 
uncertainty in their ego in that control factor where it's like, mm. wow, I don't have control over this person or wow, my feelings or her feelings are not validated by me. And it's been hard for me to be open to like dating and expanding with people because it's like, they're intimidated by that quality of like, yeah. I'm at peace and you're not going to disrupt it. And I'm sorry about anything in between, but I'm going to be over here at peace. Oh, yeah. Paige is so oh, chill yeah. about it, though. Paige is so chill about it that it's probably a mind fuck to people because Paige is the person who, who someone's like, I'm about to go hang out with so-and-so and do such-and-such. And she's like, have fun. And they're like, you're not going to be like a little bit jealous or nothing. And she's like, I'm going to be here shuffling my cards, doing me, hanging out. Like, if I, I know I'm important. So, like, you'll be back. Go have fun in these streets, though. <laughs> and, like, she, she'll she care about you, but she doesn't care about the fuckery. <laughs> I I admire that. I admire that. I admire that. What's your, um, what's your Mars in, if you don't mind me asking? My Mars is in Aries, and I love it. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. I'm very feisty. Everybody always thinks I'm an Aries. I have um, Mars and Aries in my 10th house, and that is, like, you know, the expansion house, like, public rec- recognition and reputation and, like, you know, higher learning, and I think that I intimidate people because I expect the best from you. Like, you meet me, and now you need to align your life because, I make people want better by just being around me. Like, I don't think I do anything. I think that they just see how fluid and how much in flow that I am, like with giving, receiving, going, resting, doing, not doing, whatever it is. Like I have such a balance with things. And I do know that like, whether it's a job or it's a relationship or a friendship, everything has to have moderation. And some people just dive in blindly, like they submerge themselves. And I think that I trigger people in general, just because I'm so self-aware about Mm. my needs and like what I expect. And I'm trying not to expect myself from other people because I've realized that people are not matching that energy always. So I can't be disappointed I just have to meet those people where they are and then decide, is that enough, you know, for me? Well, I think, I mean, it is intimidating for people, I think, because that's not what we're taught to do. We're, you know, we're not taught to be so forthcoming with actually what we want, especially as women. You know, that is not what our society teaches us. Um, furthermore, that's not what the patriarchal structure teaches us. So, like, I know you were talking about the Bible Belt and stuff, like, in, in like, typical Christian or whatever white family is like that's not like women are not taught to speak up for themselves or furthermore to allow themselves rest what like you know like and and to value that and to know that they need that know that that is that is important um which I love that you're even bringing that up because like that is something that my collective is is so like that is something that is throughout my collective and, and definitely for me as well of this thing of like honoring all of the needs even the ones that we're still trying not to feel guilt or shame around um and like knowing that they're there for a reason they don't have to be the same as someone else's Mm -hmm. um, but I need to know what they are and I need to be able to communicate them clearly if anybody's going to be in my close circle and also I need to be prepared if people aren't going to like that if people aren't able to handle that 
Yeah, like communication catches people off guard because they're so used to shielding their truth. And I told Gemini earlier, I was like, I don't ask because I don't want to know the answer because I already know the answer. Like yeah. deep down, I already know the answer. So I don't need to ask. Like I'm going to yeah, let yeah, you yeah. Know and let you think that you're doing or getting away with whatever you're doing. But I right. already know. I already asked the cards. I already communicated. Been known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know. And I'm cool with it. And I think that's where the power in the divine feminine is rising because that part of us is starting to find that we must receive as much as we're giving. And I know as content creators, as spiritual um, practitioners, we're constantly giving, whether yeah. it's for a comment or a like, or, you know, a follow, we are giving and giving and people take so much advantage of that. They do not realize yeah the energy that we put into this and then yeah. and I think um you know you were speaking on conscious music that's one reason I've completely kind of just stopped listening to rap altogether is because it's so low vibrational and yeah. honestly like I just can't relate and I heard someone say that they listen to music that's outside of the social structure meaning that if you listen to music from like the 70s and 80s the social issues were different so it's yeah. not influencing your current vibration because it's Absolutely. past like social issues i love that i've just like dove into like a lot of older music just for the simple fact that it's not touching on any of the sensitive topics of the now yeah yeah i love that i mean in terms of what i listen to sort of regularly um i mostly just listen to my own music just because <laughs> i'm just yeah. working on i'm just working on so many different things so i like if i'm in the car or whatever i'll just listen to my like demos or like you know new stuff or or just beats or whatever um but like there are a few artists breaking into mainstream like the one that really comes to mind is young baby tate like you know the um the she had the song i am healthy i am wealthy i oh, am rich i am yes. that bitch okay. she like she is so dope and like i think what i I completely agree with you in terms of the low vibrational stuff, but I think, especially with my practice and and where I I my realm of studying hip hop and and knowing hip hop and and being in the culture, I think it's it's really important that we kind of um, take the lyricism for what it is, especially when it comes to female rap. When it comes to men rapping, I kind of tune out. I don't really listen. It, that I have no interest really personally and i'll put this on record i have no interest personally in consuming art made by men at this moment i knew that was what you were gonna say that that really has no that's not in my interest that's not to say that there isn't valuable art being made by men right now that's <laughs> not what i want to consume um so i can really only speak from what the girlies are doing because that is really where my reference is um um and and queer artists of course um but like i i think and i don't mean to like you know i don't want you to take this personally but i think especially like i don't know what your listeners are like but i think it's really important that we take a frame of reference of knowing the culture that we're listening to and not necessarily considering something low vibrational just because it is um it is black music, you know, and I'm not saying that that's what you're doing, but I think that that sometimes is what hip hop gets is a bad rap because it is, you know, they are rapping about 
you know, sex and, and things like that and, and are in their pussies and, you know, all that stuff. But it's like, there are so many affirmations to be found in, in the music, especially written by women. And I think it's really important to see that and highlight that. And, you know, a lot of these women, while it is, a lot of the energy is, you know, fuck these dudes and get the money. It is completely different than the struggles that black women were facing generations prior while that's not my struggle that's not you know i am a white woman but i think as somebody in the hip-hop community and who knows and who uh values the black community and who is you know integrated in the black community i think it's really important to acknowledge as well the generational leaps that black women are doing on their own accord to break generational trauma and not be sort of held down by men in, in ways that they were um, but I completely agree in that there is this level of, uh, the male gaze that is over female rap right now that I don't enjoy and that I always kind of wanted to like cringe at whenever I had to, not had to put it, but whenever I chose to put it in my music in the past, because that is sex sells. And that I feel is the very, the low vibrational cringy things that we feel from that because that is the men sort of dipping their grubby little fingers in what women are doing and, and making them shake ass on camera and talk about things like that. I think and that's I think, what she meant because, you know, when- Yeah, I, no, and that's what I mean. I, I just wanted to be really clear. I wasn't saying that that was what you were talking about. Oh, no, for I just sure. wanted to be clear for listeners because I think it's really important to talk about. Sorry. I, I do too. I'm glad that you said something and I just wanted to make sure, you know, that that it was known that she was definitely not coming out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Doing their hustles. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. One thing I was really where I'm at is like, I heard like hip hop music used to be made by drug dealers and now it's being made by drug users and how it's just like the content of the music is more shifted into like using the drugs and being addicted to drugs or being miserable or depressed and that's what I was saying is like I I'm not gonna lie I'm like a huge Little Peep fan and Little Peep only talked about low vibrational shit so mm -hmm. trust me all I'm not perfect I still yeah. Like yeah. all the shit but I'm saying like new age rap has been more yeah. about like using drugs rather than um real social issues or real social problems like I love older music like you've got me stuck in the 90s and 2000s any music from those genres is like a beat like I'm ready to play it tomorrow like candy shop by 50 cent let's put it on now because it's a classic <laughs> got lollipops in the candy shop literally like but newer music it just doesn't get my interest because maybe like I'm just so far from where these people like their level of consciousness with using drugs and stuff. Like I've already been through that. And, and if Absolutely. Not, I probably would be right there supporting it. Absolutely. So like that generational gap of like, I'm 30 as well. So I'm like, I've reached that breaking point of like, okay, we are a different person. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not who we were. Too. Yeah. So yeah. Even the energy of like partying and stuff. I mean, similarly, like, like this, like this is why I wanted to clarify as well, because like, I'm celibate. Like, I don't, like, I, I'm not sleeping, I'm not sleeping with anybody anymore. So it's kind of like, even the, the Hoenn anthems that I, even I used to make, like, 
it does not apply anymore. And it's kind of like, I, I feel you in that, in that I don't feel that way anymore. I don't feel as though the thing that makes me valuable is how good my pussy is, you know? Like that is not, that's not where my worth and my value <laughs> comes from anymore. Um, and, and, and yeah, because I've outgrown it. I've outgrown that part of me that, that needed to find worth in my body or, or find fun in drugs or partying or whatever. And, you know, I think also for me, that was what I needed to shift into to make music fun again for me, mm -hmm. because I was trying to still make music the way that I was before and thinking about what was popular and what people wanted to listen to, especially with female rap. And like, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it anymore. Like, yeah, it sounds great and it's funny and it, you know, it, it catches people off guard and it's taboo, but like, you can catch people off guard talking about so many different things. And, and that's kind of where I'm at now is like, okay, how can I still add that shock value and that um, level of like unexpectedness in my lyricism and in what I'm doing in my music in a way that is just telling the truth. And it's like, you're being like almost like awakened by the truth now instead of me just like saying something that like is off the wall if that makes sense you know it's like it's still off the wall but not in a way that it's like inappropriate or like raunchy <laughs> it's now it's off the wall because people don't speak the truth and you're hearing it in a song and it's catchy you know it's like oh yeah gotcha <laughs> like you know gotcha I think you having beats that people can like shake their ass to while also hearing like, and you're a bad bitch. Uh -huh. And you know what I mean? Like, I feel if you're trying to come at it from like a unique way with your music and like putting who you are into it, that's it. Because you're genuinely just interesting by authentically being yourself. And that's what, and like, and empowering other people. And that's what's going into your music. And so everything that you said your goal is you're completely putting content and music out there that's aligning with aligning with that vision thank you thank my you my ears are ringing so hard i felt like i was shouting telling you oh, that yeah, I, like, love I love that before i love that TikTok, thank you like before you started using tiktok were yeah. you putting music out onto spotify and putting out music already yeah 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 that that was that was what I refer to now as my shadow work because it absolutely was. It absolutely was, especially if you listen to it because it was very much my ego. It was very much me feeling the need to prove myself, feeling the need to like stake some sort of claim. Um, and yeah, you can see or you can hear, I guess, um, this woman who is learning her worth and figuring that out and kind of saying a big fuck you to all the people who told her she wasn't worthy to then now this new version of Peachka, which is she knows her worth to the point that she wants to show other people their worth and like that I think the intention for me always was to empower others but I didn't know how to do that before 
because I also didn't really know how to empower myself before. I thought I did. I thought I was doing it, but it was very ego-based, which we all move through that. You know, we all move through the, the part of our healing journey where we think we're, nobody can touch us, you know, or, you know, your early twenties where you think you're the shit and, you know, whatever. And I, you know, I obviously, I always studied performance. I, I, have my bachelor's and my master's degree in performance. So I, I've been doing this for 10 years, whether it was music or, you know, comedy or writing plays or writing films. Like, you know, I've been creating this, this narrative and like working through my narrative through my art for a very long time. So that way now when I am being seen and I do have a platform I'm at a point where I've worked through those kinks and I realize what doesn't work and what parts of my personality are not cute. (laughs) Need to be kind of like, you know, have need to be, you know, smoothed out and, and need to be looked at. And, and, you know, I just, my life aligned in a way that I did that as a performance I don't know if that's my Leo moon or what I wanted to ask you what Leo placements you have the whole time you've been talking I'm like I cannot wait to ask her if she's a Leo or Leo moon yeah okay so I could totally feel that energy of like wanting to be seen but then also not wanting to be judged simultaneously because when you're being seen we're always being perceived and judged and we have to be okay with whatever that perception is. And I noticed that with a lot of Leos, like as an astrologer, as much as they want to be in that spotlight, there's still a part of them. That's like, no, you're not good enough. Like, mm, no, you can't. And I love, so I have a, I have a little bit of a perfect storm. So I have a Pisces sun, Leo moon, Scorpio rising. Oh, I love Scorpio. Um, and um, my Lilith, is at the very the exact same placement, same degree of my son. So I truly, truly am a daughter of Lilith. Like she is, she and I are like this. And yeah, so my Lilith placement is, and my son are 15 degrees Pisces. Um, my Mercury is also Pisces, which is why the message is so clear and so um, intentional. It's amazing once we see through the illusions that we've been taught or told or like conform to how we can like elevate from that. And I think another thing that you touched on earlier about women in general were not born or bred to be outspoken and to be loud and to take up space. And that's why I know that with our podcast, the one intention we had was to align with people who are not afraid to take up space because I love that energy. I love the energy of like, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to do it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to make it happen. I don't need to step on people to get there. I don't need to take advantage of people. Like that's the one thing that I've noticed in this industry of just creation artists. So many people think that because you're succeeding, that that's taking away from them or because you're shining, that's dimming their light. And I think that's been the biggest breakthrough with the podcast is having people on who we do align with so that we're not competing it's there's no competition it's very cohesive and so we really really appreciate you coming on here tonight like it has been oh my god beautiful I literally want to meet you in person like I was like where does she live at like I don't even know where you live so I am currently based in Philly 
Okay. Um, but I am planning lots and lots of events all over, like starting like next year, I'm just, I'm going to be everywhere. So I am definitely planning on like doing, I want to do shows. I want to do like live talks and stuff. Yes. Like I would love to even like, like, I don't know. I don't know what y'all, I mean, we can talk even off camera about what y'all's plans are, but like, I would love to start facilitating like panels and um, just high vibrational events is kind of the We've next. We've been literally of, talking yeah. about this, so this is yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, so much. the next, I'm I'm planning something the for this year for winter solstice. Um, I have a, a high vibrational event planned with me and a couple different artists. I'm I am kind of finalizing things, and I don't know when this is going to come out. So it we might have already announced it by the time this comes out. I think we're going to release am, it tomorrow, to be honest. Um, oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Really yeah, so I'm in in very early days of planning this, but yeah, um, so in Miami, this is what we're trying to we're gonna gonna do a high vibe winter solstice party, but it's warm. So that is the, that's oh, the plan. I love it. That's the plan. That's the plan. We're gonna have like a, a group Reiki session, group affirmations, group abundance ritual, and then some performances from obviously me and a couple different artists. Um, but yeah, I'm very, very excited. It's it's just getting more people who are aligned, like-minded together. So that way we can just raise our vibes. Like, obviously we were all doing this online and doing this whole like virtual thing because the world was shut down, but the world is opening up again. So let's come together and raise our vibes. And yes. like, it's, it's time. It's time. I love it. Well, we are just so grateful for you and thank you. Oh my gosh. All of your social media in the body of the episode. And we encourage everyone to go follow, to check out your TikTok, especially your music on Spotify as well. Yes. And yes. Go ahead, if Jeff. you have like a clip or anything that you want us to play or like the MP3 to a song or anything that you want us to tag onto the at end of the episode we can Absolutely. play some of your music at the end of the episode and so now we'll just make the announcement now there'll be music at the end of the oh episode if you want to yes. send it please love it i love it i was gonna say we can even just you can just be super authentic keep all this in and i will send you over a snippet of a new demo that's coming out on november 11th so you'll have like a little a snippet you can get a preview that's yes. what we're gonna do then yeah of throat chakra it's coming out on 11 11 let's go i'm gonna be yes. excited to watch your journey and just really just thank you for taking your time to come out to show oh up for everyone and we're just so grateful oh my god i am grateful thank you for having me thank you for listening to me and just you know wanting to, wanting to have me on your podcast like you know like you said this is y'all were doing this anyway so to want me to be on here with y'all thank you Oh, absolutely grateful. it was amazing we'll have to have you back oh my god absolutely and we'll have to link up in person as well yes, that's, that's the yes. real tea that's all the real tea right. yeah. yes all right everyone thank you for coming to Candyland. we're gonna have a lot more content coming out for you all we're about to crank it up a notch so thank you so much happy scorpio season and we will see all of you beautiful people soon bye it's peach and I'm back with another affirmation. And this one's for your throat chakra. So we can get clear and intentional about what we want. Hey, yeah.
always speak my truth What I say is what I do And I carry so much power You can feel it in the room I won't bend my truth for you No, Like glass I'm speaking smooth Picking what I say real carefully I'm claiming what I choose Yeah, I always speak my truth What I say is what I do And I carry so much power You can feel it in the room I won't bend my truth for you No, Like glass I'm speaking smooth Picking what I say real carefully I'm claiming what I choose Yeah I guess I learned my lesson Surrounded by my blessings And you tried to knock me down a peg But baby I ain't stressing I'm too busy manifesting Enjoying my successes To be worried about someone else I love to keep them guessing What I think is what I say And not reflecting what I do I don't censor how I feel And if it fits them with a shoe I don't really like to argue So you better think it through If I said it then I meant it And I only say the truth uh, Always speak my truth What I say is what I do And I carry so much power You can feel it in the room I won't bend my truth for you Like glass I'm speaking smooth Picking what I say real carefully I'm claiming what I choose Yeah, I always speak my truth What I say is what I do And I carry so much power You can feel it in the room I won't bend my truth for you Like glass I'm speaking smooth Picking what I say real carefully I'm claiming what I choose If you threaten by my honesty Then bitch you got to go If I don't like how you speak to me I'm gonna let you know My emotions are a part of me I'm gonna let them flow Man, if you can't match my energy You vibrating too low Raise your vibe then come talk to me What's your ideologies? Got a bitch who knows astrology and studies anthropology. She's skilled in cosmetology and no Slavic mythology. My bitch studied psychology, ain't got no time for apology. What you got for me that I ain't got already? Is your sacral chakra open, baby? Maybe you can get it. What's your Venus sign in? Put my flame out, baby. If you want my time of day, then I expect to be impressed. I don't chase, I attract. I receive all I ask. I will pave my own path. I ain't never going back. I don't chase, I attract. I receive all I ask. I will pave my own path. I ain't never going back. Yeah, I always speak my truth. What I say is what I do. And I carry so much power, you can feel it in the room. I won't bend my truth for you. No, like glass, I'm speaking smooth. Picking what I say real carefully. I'm claiming what I choose. Breathe in your power, baby. Feel the power of standing in your truth. And when this next affirmation comes in, I want you to say it with all of that power. I don't chase, I attract. I receive all I ask. I will pave my own path. I ain't never going back. I don't chase, I attract. I receive all I ask. I will pave my own path. I ain't never going back. Yeah, I always speak my truth. What I say is what I do. And I carry so much power, you can feel it in the room. I won't bend my truth for you. No, like glass, I'm speaking smooth. Picking what I say real carefully. I'm claiming what I choose.